right, we're back at it here for another episode of the Farmer on Fire podcast with your host, Andy Shrek. And today we're on episode 64, when you feel like there's no direction. So when it comes to a compass, right, and you are looking at it, you're reading it, and if any of you have used one before, right, you oftentimes are trying to gain clarity on what direction you're moving forward right where like where am i headed now when it comes to to egg business owners or most specifically you know farmers and ranchers all of you are trying to head in a direction that is going to produce results right could be a specific revenue target could be number of cattle target could be um it could be a relationship target right at the end of the day all of you are searching for direction and here's the problem is that most people, most farmers are really lost, right? They're lost without a compass. They're lost without hope. You know, they're lost without direction in it. And at the end of the day, like they're just, we're just stagnant, right? There's no progress. There's no movement. There's, there's no nothing. And why is this, right? And this is a question that I asked myself at the end of 2020 when I was trying to build my farm operation and, and grow it and, you know, it was getting things going and started, but was met with financial trouble and, market prices and all those things and so what happens though is you you get to this point where you realize is okay what direction do i need to go like where am i headed am i headed in the right direction do i have to make a pivot and all these questions come in and if you're not monitoring and asking yourself these questions you're going to find yourself stuck right you're going to have to find your you're going to find yourself stuck and so what happens is, is you're going to be required to take a look differently at your operation, take a look at and make a list of the things that are working and the things that are not working. So you can reevaluate where you are at inside your farm operation and then take tangible action to get the specific and the desired results you're looking for. Right now, for example, it could be you are, you know, again, you're, uh, let's say you got, you know, 50, 60 head of cattle and you just, it just feels like the cattle operation is just weighing you down and you're stuck and you're 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 trying to, to continue to grow it but you have more animals to replace you have more new set of heifers that you want to bring in but financially right it just isn't making sense and it's not working it's like it's you're doing the same thing over and over and over again but you yourself have a very hard time trying to make a decision on whether or not you should continue it or make a pivot Right. And until you get to the facts and you understand and get and actually really think through this. And this for me, also in 2020, I realized that the kettle operation that I had that was working, that was trying to, to build and to grow, it just wasn't giving me the results that I wanted. Right. And that was time and freedom and financial security, not even financial security, but but more of a, a, a limited risk because I understood at the time I was invested inside of the cattle operation, I was paying myself like two to three dollars an hour is what I was getting paid. By the time you go through calving, by the time you know fix and fence, and all the time and the energy invested into the cattle, it wasn't making it wasn't making any sense. Right, it, it wasn't financially paying off. And so I've had multiple conversations with members where they understand and they took a look at their operation and they're like, you know what, this just isn't working. And the problem is that you have a really hard time accepting 
that something isn't working. And then the problem is, is that you have to make a pivot to correct the problem. Right. And this requires old stories, feelings and and uh, a way of thinking that you've been conditioned and programmed for could be 30, 40, 50, 60 years because you had a dad or a granddad who kept bugging in your ear about, you know, we need to have cattle. We need to run an operation like this. But at the end of the day, right, when the operation isn't working and it's not moving forward and everybody's getting pissed off and things just aren't moving, there has to be a pivot. And not saying that cattle, you know, getting rid of cattle is the answer. It's investigating as to what needs to happen and what needs to change and having a way of thinking that requires you to think differently to begin to take action that's going to lead you to a different result. Because that's ultimately what we're going after, right? Is to get you to that specific desired result. But in order for you to get to that result, we've got to take a look at the facts on where you are at today, what emotions, what what facts, what feelings are attached to that current outcome, and then paint the possibility and create that bridge for what it's going to look like for you to get from your current reality, which is point A, to get you to your desired result, which is point B, Right. And there's this this bridge in between that now we can take tangible action and, and create, you know, benchmarks on what needs to be hit in order for you to get there. And here's what's interesting, though, is that everybody says, you know, I want a successful farm operation. I want a marriage that's on fire. I want I want, you know, cash in the in, in the bank. When it comes to the application, it comes to the actions to make that happen. This is where everybody freezes and the action takers and the shit talkers get split right down the middle. Because for you, in order for you to get from where you're at, point A, to get you to point B, you are going to have to do things that you are not going to want to do. And this was the hard lesson that I had to understand and to feel is because in order for me to get those results, there was a, a process of like a, a, a breaking point. You hit these different benchmarks and these breaking points because emotionally you have to make some really drastic changes that make you very uncomfortable that also force you to shift your identity in your way of thinking as a farmer that may again be 50, 60 years of programming. 50 to 60 years of thinking that you have to break and feelings you have to overcome in order to get to that current reality. And this is the pressure and the the thing that you need to be held accountable for is because the moment you hit something that's going to cause resistance, which is could be a difficult conversation, it could be letting a team member go, it could be moving on to a new business, it could be having to give up that pasture from that renter you've been renting for 30, 40 years and he's wanted you, had wanted you to take it over, but you realize that that operation, that kind of business isn't going to serve you long term. Those are the resistance that nobody talks about, the pain and the reality you have to deal with. And this sucks. And this is where most farmers won't do what's required and they will just let the waves take them and they will get crushed. They will let the bank come in and then have to tell them what to do. And it'll be too late by that point to take over the operation. And then all of a sudden now three, the third and the fourth generation won't have anything because of the, your inability to make those decisions. And I'm with you, my friend. I had to make these exact same choices and decisions to make that pivot to, to, to walk through that fire and it sucked. 
because guess what? Everybody's everybody on the outside is like, hey, you know, why why are you doing that? You know, wait, why why? This could be your biggest thing I had to deal with was was with my dad. I'll never forget when I started to make those pivots and I was starting to figure out, just get my foundation set, build new businesses and just figure out, you know, where God was asking me to go. I remember I started a trucking business and I brought this conversation up to my dad. I just said, hey, you know, this is what I'm looking to do and and start, you know, get revenue. We had a trailer. I was going to rent it from him and I was just looking for a semi. And so I ran this business idea by him. My dad's like 61, 60, he's just turned 62. But he's also one that, you know, had some really tough times to get started and has experienced a lot of, you know, diversity and things like that. So so he's already somebody who's a little close-minded. But when I brought up this new business idea to him, guess what his reaction was? Why would you want to do that? You got insurance, you've got all these, you know, different things that are going to cause chaos and uncertainty and where are you going to get your market from and all of those things, right? Guys, from a perspective of a getting a business started from just a, a business perspective, right? His way of thinking around business, so close-minded. And this is not just him this is just many other farmers i've talked to as well where they're just, there's just that uncertainty about what is going to be required for you to build a new business or the uncertainty for you to step into that fire and there's going to be there's going to be that uncertainty but unless you have the tools and the framework and the understanding about why you are going into this business if you're just doing it for fun doing it for pleasure chances of you being successful are very slim but if you have the foundation, the values and the reasoning and the, the accountability to, to go to war, to literally put yourself in a position where, yeah, it's going to be uncomfortable, but you know why you have to do it, you're going to be unstoppable. You're going to be unstoppable. And never forget, I found a semi, I got financing for it, I brought it home. The next morning I come out to the shop and my dad is waxing the hood of this semi for me. And here's what's crazy, my friend, is that there's so many people that are so afraid to take a, take a step, take a stand, take a move, that they are waiting for somebody to tell them what to do, or they'll never do it. And then the moment somebody else does it, it's like all of a sudden a switch comes on, and then they're, they're ready to take action. And that was my dad. The reality was, is that he didn't believe it in himself that he could do it. So that projection of that uncertainty got put onto me. But I didn't really have a choice. I had to make some actions. I had to move, right? I had to literally move. And if I wouldn't have done anything, like I ended up would have losing everything. Ended up would have lost more money and put more, you know, uncertain trust in the markets. And and there has to be a moment where you have to make the choices for yourself over waiting for somebody to tell you what to do. And this is the reality for those that are coming back to the family operation that are in the third gen, third or fourth generation where you come back and you're expected to come back. But the truth is, is that there isn't enough revenue. There's not enough of a business model for you to take over yet that hasn't been established. You are living on false promises. And if you try to go out and build your own thing around what your dad wants you to do in his judgment, you will live in that guilt and you will freeze you will freeze. 
So you have to have the courage, my friend, and the willingness to go out and to investigate, but also be willing to collide and be willing to stand firm on what you are trying to accomplish. Because if you don't have that foundation, you will fail. So many farmers, young kids are coming back with the hopes and the promises of the next generation taking it over, but yet they are so afraid. They have these ideas they want to take over. They have these things they want to, they want to do, but it's because of their parents and because of those environments they're surrounded by who are scared and they're turning to them for advice and they're, they're not, not pushing them. They're not helping them. They're literally placing their fear onto them because they're, where else do you go these days? As young farmers that are trying to get started, where else do you go? You go to YouTube, you watch these, these millennial farmers, right? Larson farms. You watch these guys who are, are, are broadcasting this farm life that we think is, is reality. And it's not. Like if you want to get started, you you have to be willing to go out and be willing to to go into these different areas you've never gone before. And that requires you to make a full commitment on investigating what direction and what skills you have, but also applying it and then going out and standing firm inside that because there's going to be times when you are just going to want to quit. This isn't an Instagram filter BS crap that's going all over all these influencers, right? That's a bunch of bull crap. Because they're trying to get you to mimic exactly what they're doing instead of focusing and asking you the right questions as to say, hey, where are you at? Actually help you get to where you want to go and where you need to go, not just put on a fake mask, right? And, and tell you how good it is. I tried that too, my friend. That's called being a hypocrite. My first three, four years of farming, I did the exact same thing. It was great posting stuff on Facebook. Hey, look at the new tractor I bought. Look at these new cows. Got the farm place all nice, all this new fence. On the outside, it looks great. But guess what? It's a crock of shit. And then pretty soon, four or five years go by, there's nothing left. Unless you make the pivot. And that's what we're standing for inside Farmer on Fire. Those who are coming in who know they need help inside their farm operations to not only become better businessmen, but also better fathers and husbands and leaders because that is the key foundation. It's building that foundation and, and that roadmap to help you get clarity inside your farm operation to, to meet the problems and challenges you are facing, but help you think differently in the reason that you are doing something so you know for a fact you wake up morning, it's go time. No comparison to your neighbor. No looking for him to advice. No six-pack at night. Those days are over. Because if you truly want to move forward inside your farm operation and truly leave a legacy, not just of wealth, but also of impact inside your family, your community, and those around you, requires a different way of thinking. Requires an investigation of yourself. So we're going to wrap this up, my friend. I hope you found this valuable. I hope it gave you a different perspective today. And as we wrap this up, I want to leave you with this. Where inside your business right now, do you need to look and investigate and start making pivots? It could be a new business. It could be a new banker. It could be a new accountant. It could be a new team member. It could be needing to fire a team member. It could be needing to separate from your dad. 
whatever that looks like, begin that investigation and start taking inventory. There's a good chance you're feeling it right now. You know what needs to be done, my friend. It's a matter of taking action. All right, so we're going to wrap this up, and then we're going to talk to you all on Friday's episode of the Firm on Fire podcast.